The following program is an MLWRadio.com production. Hey, buddies. Hey, buddies. Tis I, Marty. Tis I, Sarah. And this is Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling on the MLW Radio, Radio Network. Network. Uh, Sarah, we have so much to get into. It is a rare Monday night recording. Why are we recording on Monday? Do you because have any good reason? you and I are going to the sunshine state of Florida for a little wrestling and amusement park goodness. Mm-hmm. And that was your Christmas present to me. Twas. Yeah. We're going to go see NXT. We're going to go to Disney World. We're going to go to Universal. Universal. And then we're going to come back here mm. and have the wildest weekend Girl. in Chicago. You have no idea. We're going to do our C2E2 show, which is this coming Friday night at 8 p.m. at McCormick Place. Tonight. The information. Yeah, tonight. Tonight. That's crazy. Featuring... AEW stars, best friends, Chuck and Trent, Orange Cassidy, and Chris Statlander. And Chris Statlander, my alien friend. Your alien friend. Um, you can find out information about the show by going to bit.ly bit.ly slash MSLW. No, wait. MSLC2E2. There it's all go. lowercase. We'll tweet it out as well. Also, the goodness doesn't stop there. We're going to go. We will be in the building this week for not only NXT, but also the AEW pay-per-view and then on sunday of course you see us at any of those please say hello yes it, it would, almost feels greedy to be watching nxt and AEW live in the same week it would, I, it's we're gonna appreciate it so don't get too mad it's a real power move and we will let everybody know all about it when we get home um but the next day sunday sarah will be part of a wonderful show at the Lincoln Lodge here in Chicago. Colt Cabana does improv. If you're sticking around for one more day, Please. come on out. I will be in attendance. Cheaped out of my mind. Tickets are only $5, <sighs> and it's going to star the one and only Colt Cabana, along with some brilliant, wonderful improvisers all around town, including the lovely Liz Anderson, who not only had her 30th birthday today, we also podcasted, and um, this weekend... We are going to actually. I think sometime before this podcast, we will have released Liz Anderson and my special um, bonus Patreon podcast. Yes, so you can support us at Patreon dot com slash Marty and Sarah. That's how you get all that free bonus content. We what also other post, uh, uh, what other bonus content do we have over there? I can't believe I'm I'm promoting this. We've got Marty's Movie Corner. Why? Well, yeah, I'm very <laughs> I'm very proud of that. But Why don't there's... you tell him the new one that just went up today? <sighs> Gerber reading Sarah's old journals. I mean, it is over gentle wild. ukulele music. Over gentle ukulele music. If you want to get a little insight into the mind of Sarah Joy Shockey, <laughs> what insight did you walk away with uh, after hearing Gerber read eleven and a half minutes of my journals? You are too gentle for this world. <laughs> uh, you, you are very. It is so funny how your journal was like your friend. Yeah. And uh, you're, the you, only one you're like, I'll be right me. back. Okay, now I'm back. Like, it's so adorable. Uh, and Gerbert could not be more Gerberty. If you're, if you like Gerbert, this is like totally full on. If you don't like Gerbert, skip it. Maybe you don't like Gerbert, and you're like at the gym. Like, put it on. It'll make you want to work out harder. Yeah, Maybe. I don't know. It'll make you split your quads. <laughs> Who knows? Also, I did a real fun episode of Fully Posable, and that should be coming out real soon. If not already up. 
I bought. It's always interesting. This week yeah. we're podcasting it's at the like wrong everything time. Everything we're plugging is like I don't know. Maybe we'll it see. Is a thing or whatever. Who knows? Uh, excuse me, everybody. Speaking <laughs> of my boy Gerbs, first of all, Gerbs, shout out to the Patreon podcast reading Sarah's boring journal. Anyway, okay, it's uh, Nathan from Nathan's. Na- wrestling it's me, Nathan review. from Nathan's wrestling. Don't review. assume everybody knows who you are. Uh, Our I, correspondent listen, on the ground. I am. If you if you need anything from me, you can email Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling at gmail dot com. Hey, didn't you used to have so, a Juno? Address? I got locked out of my Juno account. <laughs> I didn't check it enough. Anyway, Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling at gmail dot com. If you or someone you know needs a special birthday shout out, uh, we could we could talk. Uh, financial numbers uh, but anyway Gerbs and I we got a little side side hustle as they say in the biz a little side hustle we do birthday shout outs yep. and this this birthday shout out goes to our dear friend uh, Pete Nikolai Pete's a, a, a leap year birthday baby so uh, he doesn't get that many birthdays that's not really fair I know Gerbs is he 48 or is he 12 you you tell me you know he's like he's like Diamond Dallas Page lied about his age over here okay here we go happy happy birthday birthday from the nathan crew we wish it was our birthday so we could party too now what i do what i would when when someone contacts me to do a special birthday shout out of of course we talk we're talking dollars about about doing this for my own for my own uh goodness i'm I'm, I'm not getting paid anything i will pay you i'm an intern you said that to me and you said not to expect to get paid i'll take you out to wendy's after this yay but anyway you got you got a good guy here pete he likes uh bob mold that's his favorite music uh, from Husker Du and Sugar, but a lot of people don't know this. He was also a member of the WCW creative team, so I bet, heck, heck I bet, uh, I bet Pete didn't even know that. Also, Pete, uh, Pete, Pete's friends told me he's a big fan of the Detroit Lions. I said, are they an indie tag team? Otherwise, I don't know who the crap they are. Or an XFL team. Absolutely, Gerbs. They could be that. So. Uh, you know, Pete. Sorry, your birthday. You're sorry, you got a leap year, baby. Pete, I know what it feels like to get left out of stuff. Sometimes everybody's doing something, and I'm all alone. And that's probably how you feel every February. All right, guys. I, that's very nice that you're wishing Pete a ha- Pete happy birthday. Um, but you guys got to go. We we got to get this happy podcast started. No, curves, <laughs> curves, please, Sarah. I know it's funny, go, but go, 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 don't go. encourage him. <laughs> Happy birthday! Yeah, happy birthday, Pete. I guess. All right, guys, Let's please. All right, Jesus. Hey, right. you got really mad when Gerbert started singing the full "Happy Birthday." I have no. We've got so much to cover. We've got to pack. We've got to go. It's mm. late. Anyway, uh, raise your hand if you already packed everything for the vacation. <sighs> raise your hand if you're so depressed it hurts your body right now, oh, but you're still bud. trying to make shit happen. Let me tell you something. Here we go, really, baby. Really, no, before you barrel on in, everyone yeah. needs to know that you're no. working triple time right now, no, and you no. deserve a hero's wage. No, 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 no. Not at all. Not at all. You deserve a vacation. I'll give you one tomorrow. Listen. It's from you. <laughs> listen. Uh, no, 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 no. All right. Let's, let's get into it. Uh, Sarah, this past week, you were a big part of the AAW Art of War show. I was. Two in-ring promos. Uh, not only were you in there with uh, Mance Warner, but you mm-hmm. were also in there with one Paco. of the weirder interviews I've ever seen. Yes. Um, uh, Ace Diamond. Ace Perry. Ace Perry. I'm so sorry. Ace Perry. Ace Perry. Ace Perry. Uh, he comes in, steals the thunder. Good Lord. I'm just trying to interview. But poor How many Paco. backflips did he do? 
like a hundred. What a head of hair, too. Yeah, Hicks, beautiful. If you don't know who Ace Perry is, he is a, a wonderful wrestler. He always wears looks, mesh crop tops. He looks like Scotty the Body from Global, mm-hmm. and there ain't nothing wrong with that. Beautiful boy. Wonderful showing. Hits so on many my new mom. faces. So many new faces at the uh, AAW show. It was real cool. And it was directly after Liz Anderson's 30th birthday party at a trampoline bounce house. So yeah. I got all yacked up on trampoline bouncing, and I got multiple times in trouble for being too silly in the backstage interview portion and my whole creative team especially dr keith really deserves a shout out for um putting up with my antics there you go also uh, a shout out to the man scout jake manning he announced the first two matches for five dollar wrestling's choose your own adventure thursday april 2nd at 11 59 p.m mania weekend Uh, it has been announced it is big donnie and little donnie taking on uh hornswoggle and uh, both friends of the show, Hornswoggle and Ethan Page. And apparently, they're feuding with each other. But guess what? What? They got to put that on well, hold. you know so what? Not Ethan and Hornswoggle that I know about. Yes. Big but, Donnie and Little Donnie. Yeah, the Donnies look, are, are going to have fighting. to pull it together. They're always fighting. But, they, but you know, they'll come together to take out two of uh, independent wrestling's hottest stars. Yes. Also, in a, a match that you never thought would happen, a battle of former world heavyweight champions, mm-hmm. Freight Train versus Sammy Callahan. It Holy is going moly. to be fantastic. Fantastic. Jeff Hart doesn't have a not yet have an opponent yet. Not yet. Gee, yeah. I wonder, open challenge of all I open challenges. Wonder, wonder, hey, wonder. fantasy. Let's on three fantasy book an opponent. One, two, three. Stone Killer Cold Cross. Steve Austin. Oh wow! <laughs> hey, did you hear Austin? Uh, he had Rob Van Dam on, and Van Dam was asking him about weed. And Austin oh, and he was said like, that he was yeah. just laughing and giggling at the. He, it sounded to me like he was just like, "It ain't good for me, brother." Marty, Sarah, hey, socially awkward, Steve Austin. You know I ain't smoking no weed. Yeah. I get all in my head and think everybody hates me and whatnot. Oh, uh, let me tell you something. There yeah. was a time that I was high in a group, and it had been a long time since I had smoked, yeah. and it was. Just a big grouping of people, and I said, uh, I was telling a story, and I thought I was really had everyone's attention. And then I realized everyone was listening to me, and I just went, I forgot what I was gonna say. Well, hell yeah. And then everyone moved on like it was not a big deal, but I was like so heartbroken that I didn't finish my story properly. That's how Marty felt in Cleveland when Josh Bishop gave him that damn near edible. Oh, that yeah. almost, that, that put him out. Telling a story, and then he thought, "What am I? What are words even?" Thank you, Steve. That is correct. What are words? Didn't you, at the end of that night, famously lay in the hotel bed (laughs) wondering if you were still at dinner from earlier? I did. I thought I was just laying, maybe just laying in the booth, and then Cole's (laughs) going to go. You got to wake up. We have to go back to the hotel. (laughs) Everybody, listen. It's okay if you don't want to smoke weed. Every once in a while, you might get a little weird. If you got a good friend, a good tag team partner, look over at him and go. Hey, man, am I just making a fool out of myself? And hopefully they'll go, uh-uh, you're doing just fine. Or sometimes you can just turn to the person you're with and say, you're in charge of me. You are in charge of me. That's a real yacked up move. I've that pulled people... that one numerous times. <laughs> uh, Sarah, your brother, of all people, Day Day Shockey. Day Day Friend Shockey, of the show. Friend of the show. Sent us a message and said, hey. This guy's a wrestler, right? And he sent us a photo of Gangrel at the airport. At the Atlanta airport. Unbelievable. And it was so great because you had said that where you were like, Vince wants all of his guys to be guys that stay the out airport of the test. airport. Yeah. And it's so true because it was straight up like, yeah, that Who's guy's a wrestler. Yeah. yeah. 
And it was very exciting to be able to say, yes, I know who that is. And I called one of his you matches. You most certainly did. Yeah. Hey, who are you? <laughs> are you excited about the uh, Young Bucks new book? Young Bucks Killing the Business from yeah. the Backyards to the Big Leagues. Yes, I am very excited about that. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that's going to be a, a good one. And I think, I think that's going to be one that a lot of people grab. There hasn't been a big wrestling book in a while that sort of grabbed everybody's attention but i think and I think they did will. a really excellent job i can already tell documenting yes. just everything because they're in that you're perfect gonna get time the phrase. airport biscuit story you're yes gonna, no, i think all the backyard stuff's gonna be i think see, there's gonna be some photos sometimes when i read uh a, a biography it's uh I get like, okay, okay, let's get to the good stuff. I don't want to hear about your childhood. I want to get but to the good I stuff. I think that is the good I stuff. I know, but I just, I want to get to the good stuff. But why don't you want to hear about, I thought you love context. I tried to read that Marilyn Manson biography. Okay, well, that's one that really threw off a ledge want, because it got want, real up. I want the celebrity stuff. But uh, the Bucks one, this is going to be for, for, for all the backyard legends out there. This one's going to be for us. It's going to be fantastic. Speaking of uh, the Young Bucks, they got their AEW figures. Very cool. Oh. The announcement was made. Uh, we got to see everybody on AEW Dynamite get their figures. And I thought being the elite this week was really yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah, being the elite was real cool. Yeah. Uh, I'd, seeing, I'd been out for a Seeing a little episodes. bit of Kenny Omega's side ball sack. Uh, okay. That was like wild. There was definitely some BC Sarah ball so gently cleave. goes, did kind of see some of his stuff there? Yeah, you did actually. I'm too gentle for this world. Uh, Marty and Sarah, it's me, Hannibal from Hannibal TV. Hey, Hannibal! I uh, want to give a shout out to my my friend uh, Maxwell <laughs> Jacob Friedman. Max, good good figure. I like it. It's yeah. got the it's got the scarf because he had something to do with it. It's got what's that? Because he had something to do with yeah. this figure. It yeah, wasn't yeah. the company that made it, and the yeah. artists and the sculptors. Well, I mean, I'm sure Max told him the way he wants it. He's he's like me, very particular. How would about you describe things. a figure that you were trying to design of yourself so that someone would know how to make it properly? I'm I'm trying to get um, Blood Hunter figures made of me and my mask gimmick. Mm -hmm. uh, oops, kayfabe. Uh, I'm sorry. I mean, there's my favorite wrestler, the Blood Hunter. Mm -hmm. um, That's you know, like at Disney, like you're the friends with Bell. Pardon? At Disney, if you are that character, you say, "Oh, I'm friends with Winnie the Pooh. I'm friends with Aladdin. I'm, so you're friends. I'm with friends with the Blood Hunter. There you go. Ah, yeah. Okay. Kayfabit. Yeah. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Anyway, Max, good figure. Uh, if you could sign, you know, maybe a case and ship them to me, I could sell them <laughs> at shows. I think he's a little busy this week. Well, tonight you know, in particular, I'm a, a good friend, so uh -huh. you know, maybe, maybe, uh, do you have his we'll number? We'll work it out. What's that? Do you have Maxwell Jacob Friedman's yeah, phone number? Yeah, it's seven one eight. Stop it! Oh, sorry. <laughs> what area code is seven one eight? Wherever fancy people live. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah wherever fancy people yeah. live. Well, I want to find out anyway. Anyway, uh, yeah, you know, it's cool, Cody. Uh, I'm available. Hey, again. who are you rooting for in uh, Cody versus MJF, Hannibal? Max. <laughs> but if Cody's hiring, you know, Cody. Hey, what would you do if Max came out wearing a t-shirt? <sighs> I mean, is he going to take it off? Hey, at some 718 point? is a New York City area code. <laughs> Oops, I did it again. <laughs> it's Britney, bitch. Stop. Did I do that? <laughs> Stop saying catchphrases. Who are you going to call? No, stop, Marty. Yeah, you've lost control, buddy. We gotta get we gotta get to things here. Tell Gangrel I said hello. Tell your brother to tell Gangrel. Okay, I said that was hello. hours ago. <laughs> also, I get weird when I smoke weed too. 
Oh, yeah? What happens? Uh, I just start thinking about things. Yeah, you get a little sad if you're slighted. Yeah, I just do a shoot interviews with like the waitress at the at the Cracker Barrel. Oh, does she yeah. have a choice? No. She's mm-hmm. like, can I help you? I go, how, how did you get into wrestling? <laughs> do you think it's weird that Kevin Owens wears a t-shirt? Yeah. Yeah, the, the, yeah, hits, the usual. The hits. All the hits. Yeah, <laughs> the hits. Yeah. Hits and shits. That's what I call it when I'm having fun. You better get these catchphrases Uh-oh, out the window. Uh-oh, am I having too much fun? Yeah, I think so. Okay, I got to go. Okay. That was All the right. most fun I've ever seen him have. You know what? That was nice. You know what? That was that was pretty fun. Sarah, it's hard to do a wrestling podcast when we have to record on a Monday, and this will air uh, this will Friday. debut on a Friday. So what I've decided to do is we're going to handle two of the big events of the week in our own unique, special, special way. way. You are known for a very fun segment on the show called and I'm How excited. Do You Want This To Go? Uh, we have a brand new theme song presented. That I haven't heard yet because I wanted it to be pure with all of you. The first time you hear it is the first time I hear it. Brought to us by the absolutely wonderful Kevin Aldridge. Sarah, uh, you're a goblin, and this will only fill that with more fuel to the fire of you being a goblin. And your new theme song, How Do You Want This To Go? Oh no. Hey buddies, this is cool. My dad was a cop for 30 years. <laughs> Kevin Aldridge. <laughs> Knocking it out of the goddamn park. And also making me feel okay for singing that filthy little song. It most certainly did. Now, Sarah, by the mm-hmm. time by the time this show airs, the WWE Super Show from Saudi Arabia has already taken place. So we are going to get in our Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling time machine, and we are going to talk about this show like it already happened. Okay. So basically... Of uh, how I wanted it to win. Yeah. <laughs> but we're going to pretend like it already happened. You know what I mean? Okay, DJ likes it. Did you right. freaking hear that? Yeah, she's garbling uh, over there. Let's start from the uh, let's start from the top and go down. Sarah, oh my God, what did you think about that WWE Championship match between the WWE Champion Brock Lesnar and Ricochet? You know, I thought it was really interesting how Ricochet was shot out of a cannon yeah. into Brock's arms. Mm-hmm. He suplexed him forty six times. Yeah. And, and they had a counter on the They on the had Titans a counter, run. and everybody was chanting the numbers, and I thought that was like, man, Ricochet was just a real warrior. He and really was. No one thought he was going to win, but he really, like, when you think about that match, you remember Ricochet coming out of the cannon in the little helmet with a star on it yeah. and the jumpsuit like an old-timey circus guy. That's what everyone's going to remember. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> not to be outdone by that match, the Universal Champion. Hard to follow. Hard to follow. We <laughs> were like, how are Bray Wyatt and Goldberg going to follow that? But for the Universal Championship, the fiend, Bray Wyatt, uh, he wrestled Bill Goldberg. Sarah, I got to get your thoughts on this match. Honestly, I didn't really want to see the fiend lose it, but I mm-hmm. understand why he did. And my favorite part and such an unexpected, satisfying moment was when Goldberg won and just tore that fiend mask off the belt. And it was like back to the regular belt. And it was kind of like we didn't know that we needed that, but it was really cathartic to see him just. And like the way he ripped it, like from the nostrils was like, 
Whoa. And it was so shiny underneath. I don't know yeah. how they planned it, but yeah. it was gimmicked really well. And then well. some of the Saudi rail families like, hey, not cool, man. <laughs> like, ooh. Yeah. Well, I also thought that it was a little bit over the top that then uh, Bray opened the mouth of the lantern and it just kept getting longer and longer yeah. the light inside of it till it was like six feet long and then he carried that out like over his shoulder and it was like okay that felt like cgi yeah but it wasn't yeah i'd be really interested to talk to the props department on that one and then what about when goldberg brought his son in the ring you know his son has gotten jacked right He's i think like a it six was pack. almost like he remember he was like the last time his dad pulled him in the ring he mm-hmm. was like never again and I feel like when he goes back to school, uh, everybody's going to be kind of like, I mean, whoa. It's one of those nice. where, like, yeah, all the girls are going to be like, oh. And they'll be like, oh, what was Saudi Arabia like? And mm-hmm. I think it, I think it'll be good for their whole family. And you know what? I'm excited to see what it's like to have Goldberg going into WrestleMania with the belt. Yeah. And it not being the Fiend belt anymore. Sure. What I thought was a little weird was when uh, Vince came out and presented him with a Goldberg belt, which is his face on a belt. I didn't like that, but what was more weird to me was his old-timey news hat that had a little press tag in it. Like, people say that that was, like, a dig to Meltzer, but he never referenced it. Nobody talked about it, but, like, I think in his head he thought he was really sticking it to journalists, but, like, he just kind of looked like Dick Tracy from, like, an old cartoon. (sighs) It was real weird. Yeah. Um, A SmackDown Tag Team Championship match. The New Day defended their titles against The Miz and John Morrison. Yeah, I just thought... Uh, you said this was your favorite match of the show, right? Well, yeah, because I was not expecting a full musical number from The Miz and John Morrison called The Moors, and it was like The Doors, kind of, but yeah. they were like doing Irish accents. But honestly, like they were really, really good singers, and when they got to that Cotton Eye Joe remix part, oh. I was like, is this a Super Bowl halftime show? Was there one person in the crowd that wasn't like tapping their toes? Like it, everybody was like, when that hit, everybody was like, "Oh shit!" There were a couple people like holding up little kids, and it was like they've never heard the song in their life. But like there was something about like, and it was to be clear, the Moors did a medley of like popular songs from the 90s yeah. and it was like what's coming up next and shout out to stephanie mcmahon dressed up like the farmer's daughter singing the the, the female part of cotton eye joe oh. very progressive yeah, for sh- saudi arabia yeah that was wild um she was wearing flesh colored yeah. pants and you could tell because it was like how ice skaters have it sometimes yeah. where it was like over her boots and it was like Listen. did she just have big clumpy feet i know you come here for your wrestling news and opinions and then this is all real but ice skaters we watched we got we had a little ice skating kit because sarah is chicago's number one uh ice skating wrestling person listen i just i just go because it's free i have listen, my own skates it gives you joy it gives me sarah you joy. love it we love it i love when you come back and tell me all about your adventures but we were watching some ice skating on YouTube, some clips of like, we like gold medalists winning the gold. I don't like There's to worry no about them. Yep. You, don't, you know they're going to win. Mm-hmm. But we watched this one female skater and she had the flesh colored tights on underneath it. But then they went over her boots. I did not like that. No, because it makes it look like big Muppet feet. And that's really what, weird. if you looked close, Stephanie McMahon in this um, match definitely had big Muppet feet. Yeah. Uh, speaking of two Here's guys, what I'm hoping. People yeah. zoned out. And they are like, what the fuck? I would love that. Okay. I mean, I mean, when you think of what the fuck, you're going to think of this next match. This was a steel cage match mm-hmm. uh, between Roman Reigns. Two guys who seldom get in the ring together. Yeah. Uh, Roman Reigns and, and King Corbin. I mean, this was this was something else. Yeah, I don't like Baron Corbin's new card gimmick. Yeah, what's that all about? It's hard to see. Like, he's 
obviously trying to like set up actual card games with yeah. real rules, but like obviously the other wrestler, like Roman just kept knocking the cards out of his hand and yeah. then he spent half the match like scrumbling around on his hands and knees trying to get the cards back together and it was kind of like Guys, I don't think this is the angle. And then Roman Roman gets the pin, but then Cor- Corbin pulls out a reverse Uno card. Which was like, that's not even the same size yeah. of the cards he was using earlier. Well, but that was weird because that did get a little bit of a pop from like the royal family. And I part of me wonders if they've been watching a lot of memes and they requested like an Uno gimmick. And then yeah. maybe Corbin had to like go with that and like make it make sense so like i sympathize with that but at the same time it just it didn't make sense and uh i felt like roman reigns was just kind of like uh what are we doing yeah i mean he looked great and then i mean we don't have time to get into everything but uh just kind of give me like a quick opinion on everybody in the first ever uh two-week trophy gauntlet match and just kind of run it down. You know, I thought it was really interesting that they let Rusev come out in his tank again yeah. because it was like this okay. is there's a lot of people in this match, and then everybody else's intros were like pretty quick. It was yeah. like Truth was singing while Styles was coming out, while Lashley was coming out, mm-hmm. and then the music just cut off, and Rowan came out to nothing, and it yeah. was like. Was that a mistake so or weird. I don't know, but it was still, you know, like Andrade obviously going to keep the title. Yeah. Andrade halfway through the match goes, do you guys know who I'm engaged to? And everyone's like, what? Yeah. And then, but you know what? I thought it was fun that they did one of those dance circle bits. It was honestly very similar to the one at the super show at WrestleMania 33 that you commentated. Oh yeah. Remember With where Bruno Mars. Yeah, and yeah. Drew Galloway mm-hmm. at the time did a big move. So I was kind of like, does he think this is weird that they did the exact same dance bit? But whatever. Everybody seemed like they were having fun after the weird disaster of the intro. And Yeah. You know. it, I mean... Yeah. I mean, you can't have Rusev coming out in Tank and then Lashley just, like, there. It was so weird. Yeah. It was real weird. Like, uh, excuse me. Like, so, oh, go ahead. Like, it was... Yeah. Was that a gimmick? I know. And then uh, the Raw Tag Team Champions, Seth Rollins and Murphy... Which is weird. In Saudi Arabia, he just goes by Buddy, which is like, yeah, because Murphy's like, we, they don't. It means it means something. Yeah, but it's like I don't want to get into it because it was like, and they they took on the Street Profits, and of course, you know, mm-hmm. you know what happened there. Yep. <laughs> what happened? What happened? Well, I just thought it was cool to see Murph just really lean all the way into that baseball player gimmick of like I'm as American as apple pie, and then yeah. getting like booze. I know. And it was like, you know what? Maybe that was kind of cathartic. And I I didn't think like that it needed to be as like ham fisted. Like when they started playing Take Me Out to the Ball Game, and then like handing out popcorn. So Nobody weird. knew what to do with the popcorn, and it seemed like just like a waste of budget. But yeah. it was cool to see them go over. And last but not least, it was crazy. This was the actual main event, and they went nearly an hour. Uh, SmackDown Women's Champion Bailey battled Naomi. Yes, and that was the match where it's kind of like the check drop at a comedy show. That was the match where they have to pause for the prayers during the day, which is, you know, like it takes a little bit of time. But they did kind of an interesting thing where they had the gals like hide from each other during that part. So during mm-hmm. the prayer, there was still action, but it was one or the other kind of like tiptoeing around the ring trying to find the other one yeah and then i felt like people when they came back were like kind of into this like hide and seek and this really spontaneous like hotter colder game so like everyone was kind of like oh like yeah. the audience all knew where naomi was and then bailey was like i don't know and it kind of felt like watching like a kid's show like dora the explorer or something but it was yeah. cool to see everyone get into it and then the big ending which i mean literally 
everyone is talking about. Uh, they played Madonna's Like a Prayer and Grado came out and just got everybody. Well, they had the pyro yeah. for just Grado, which it was, was so like, wild. Yeah. And the thing that was interesting to me is most of that audience didn't know him from wrestling. They knew him from the TV show yeah. that he's on. Yeah. In Europe. The cop show. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I mean, does that mean he's signed? Like, I don't. I don't it's, know. it's really unclear. I don't know. I, 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 again, we're not. It was one of the better uh, Saudi Arabia shows that I've seen, though. Yeah. I think mostly because of the Moors performing that nostalgic '90s like set of remixes. Really wild. Really yeah. wild. Yeah. So that was uh, that was the Saudi Arabia Super Show. As it definitely As was. It most certainly, and happened. not how we thought it would be fun if it went. Absolutely. Um, Interesting thing we were listening to. Uh, do we need to do a disclaimer so people don't think that was like Orson Welles' War mm, of the Worlds? No. Okay. No. How Good those, reference, though. How about those marks that Orson Welles got? Uh, I would have been War one the of Worlds them. Bit? I believe in the news. Right. <laughs> um, they, I trust our news. Um, speaking of the news, um, how much fun did you have listening to Brian Alvarez lose his mind uh, talking about being blocked by his hometown on Twitter? I kept laughing about that. Like, because the biggest reach of logic was, he said, like, what if there's an emergency in town and he's and blocked? I don't know about it. It was like, it was like, I think you'd hear about it in a different way than Googling the city's Twitter. What if there is a War of the Worlds type of situation in real life and Alvarez doesn't know about it because the city it's of Bothell has blocked him <laughs> and he's just driving down the street going to Panera. And he has no idea why he was no. blocked. Like, why, why is no one out? This is so strange. I just think it'd be so funny if it was like you found out that it was like Logan Stunts running the city of Bothell's Twitter and <laughs> like because get... of his like black and label. like his match. Well, no, they had a they, they had heat sell. at Black Label. No, but I'm saying if there was like a wrestler, oh, charge I see, and he didn't yep, like his match. Yep, there you go. I mean, you 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 made a good point. I I just don't think him and Mike Sempervivi should podcast together. I just think like they need another person. Like yeah. they need because so, they the two of them just rile hey, each other if, up. What if uh, the mayor of podcasting was like, listen, I'm going to have to switch Sarah with. Semper Vivi. Or you and Alvarez, I think. Would, I think would we'd be, be fine. great. I think you would be good for him. Yes. I think me and Mike would do fine. I think you'd be fine. I don't know if it would be the same fun show. I think me and Mike would be fine. Yeah. Um, I think you and Filthy Tom Lawler would be a fun oh, combo. I would love it. Uh, love Filthy Tom. Yeah. I don't know. I just think that, uh, yeah, they rile each other up. And Dave is a very calming. I think every podcast needs a... Um, like uh, a Dan Friesen and a Jordan. You know sure. what I mean? Like, like I'm the Jordan fight. and yeah. you're the Dan of this podcast. Real quick, I thought it was weird that when they were interviewing members of the Saudi royal family, they kept asking, like, what's up with Meltzer's cough? And like, it's like we Graves don't... was like, oh, well, we don't really talk about that. <laughs> well, and I think that ties into that Vince wearing the news guy outfit. Yeah. He had like a rolled up newspaper. I thought he was going to say, like, get me pictures of Spider-Man. But then he just acted like normally uh, it was weird sarah uh there's going to be a wonderful aew pay-per-view live from chicago a new building i've never been i'm going i'll be there i'm going uh aew revolution i've never been to the Wintrust center have you no it's so new so new it's I've actually heard wonderful things about in it. chicago whoa yeah a lot of these places that they say are in chicago yeah. i love when they're at Allstate and, and they they're like wrigleyville. there's gonna be a chicago street fight yeah and they're showing like wrigleyville and it's like yeah okay you're gonna get over there in an hour and a half mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I uh, I think this is going to be a real, real bang in pay-per-view. Uh, let's do another a round of a little more like, you know, this is because it hasn't happened yet. So this is just hypothetically, how do you want this to go? Yeah. Um, and well, and I don't have a lot of like imaginative ideas for this because no, I'm really no, no. just excited. This is just use your wrestling brain and yeah. just kind of like you know what you want don't be silly billy i know loud and no. clear keep it keep it uh keep it classy and keep it serious yes um let's go from the bottom to the top here uh two of the uh two of the young lions if you will of aew darby allen and sammy guevara Ooh, that's gonna be fun uh i guess i just want to see some wild boys being wild but not to the point where I worry about the status of their souls yes. because sometimes these moves are so freaking scary. Um, these boys seem like they don't have anything to lose. Speaking of scary moves, did you see Darby Allen do that coffin drop into that ball pit at the at the toy fair? Yeah, I saw that only days after I did a coffin drop into a foam pit you at did. the trampoline park. You did do a coffin it's drop. It's on my Instagram, at Sarah Joy Shockey. You could also see me eat shit. Yeah. Oh, buddy. <laughs> what happened there? I just... the. The trampolines were so much bouncier than I expected. And also at Altitude Trampoline Park, they give you um, grippy socks. Mm -hmm. And then the grippy socks kind of still move around a little bit. So I was losing my socks, losing my mind. Wish somebody would tell me I'm fine. It looked kind of like you got double jumped almost. Yeah, it's a really bouncy trampoline. But then I made it another time. Give me a... uh... Give me a dream team of wrestlers you want to take for the Cheerful Wrestling Show to a, a trampoline park. Okay, well, first of all, Gringo Loco offered already, he so he's in. He's in, okay. He, he's already in. Gringo Loco's in. Yeah. Um. Man, oh, man. I got to tell Osprey? you. Osprey? I would love to see Osprey Abouche? and Ricochet. Oh. I think those two, because they already would be like fun let's friends. Let's get those two kids back together. Uh, Let's get me and Chris Statlander back together. Sure. Our bits are unstoppable. I have. Uh, what do you think about me and Chris Statlander's um, personas that we slip into when we're together? You know, I know she's from outer space, but I would have thought you two are both from fuck around city. Oh yeah, That's a, <laughs> we always slip into this voice when we're together, yeah. and we say we say to the men around us, "Well, guess what? We have two nipples and an asshole just like you." Oh my goodness! I think poor Doctor Keith was just—it was too much for him to handle. It was too much for him to handle. Me and uh, Chris were being too silly. Speaking she's of- from the alien. I'm from—I don't know. Speaking of Chris Statlander, she's going to be taking on the AEW Women's Champion, Nyla Rose, at the pay-per-view. Sarah, who do you want to win? Well, I want Chris to win. She's my friend, after all, isn't she? Oh, my goodness. I've only met Nyla once or twice, but I'd love to see Chris take it. Unbelievable. That'll be a real fun, interesting uh, C2E2 show if you guys both do that to Orange Cassidy. Oh, yeah, I think that would be a lot of fun. Did you see him helping with her boots and Mm -hmm. throwing them? What a fun bit. Dustin Rhodes battles Jake Hager. This is going to be an interesting match because a lot of people are saying, like, if this was in the WWE three years ago, everybody would have went, ugh. But because but it's, yeah, it's yeah, being yeah. booked properly and fun, it's kind of like everyone's like, yeah, I'm into it. I want to see Dustin win. Do you like his figure? Yes, I think it. I think they did a really good job uh, with his, like, turtleneck, yeah. thin neck. Yeah. Yeah. They did a good job there. Yeah. Uh, I'll never forget that house show where you just started chit-chatting yeah, with him about Cody. About Cody, and he goes, hey, you think he's going to do all right? Yeah. It was right after Cody left, and they, it was weird. Every once in a while, at our show, uh, we were we were lucky enough to be front row, and I just was like... Uh, I was like, you think Cody's going to do all right? And he goes, yeah, I do, actually. 
<laughs> it was so wild. Yeah, and you know what? He was right. He was freaking right. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Cody, he's going to battle MJF unless unless he touches him on Wednesday. Yeah, which on Wednesday in Kansas City, yeah. Sparkleette and crew, Boom. her family, will all be at that show. So this already happened. Yes. And Milo... Sparkleette, a.k.a. Penelope's little brother, yeah. his first live wrestling show. So I will be ready with the uh, word on the street for next week as to how that went. Hopefully, we'll maybe get to see him. Going to be wild. How do you want uh, How do you want this to go with Cody and MJF? Oh, I just want to see those guys just do their thing. Do you yeah, know what I mean? I like, do. whatever happens, they're both so good that it's going to be a, a good next step. Unless and- they both go... Wrestling's not for us anymore. We quit and shake hands. I don't think I'd like that. I don't know. I don't think that'd be fun for I me. I don't know. Uh, a very, very fun match uh, for the AEW Tag Team Championship. Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega. 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 Kenny Omega and uh, Hangman Page battle the Young Bucks. That could be you know, a show stealer. Yeah. I just, that's another one. And this is how you know it's going to be a good show. That's another one where I'm just like, Excuse me, whatever y'all want to do, I've got my eyes open and I'm not closing them till we're done. That's going to be a wild one. And in the main event for the Hey, a- I heard you were a wild one. For the AEW Championship, Chris Jericho battles John Moxley. Ah, uh, man. <laughs> I'll be honest. I wouldn't be absolutely shocked if Moxley won the title. I wouldn't I be would, blown away. And you know what? I'd be interested to see what that means. What kind of Moxley we'd get as champ. Absolutely. You know what? I'm voting for that. Mox as champ? Yeah. Hey. What if he takes off the eye patch and he has like a, a contact lens and his eye is like black? Uh, If he's not head of the Dark Order, I think it might be kind of interesting. Oh. Um, I really like that he said this week that he and Renee do whatever they want in their whole lives and yeah. they just go wherever they want to go. He had a funny go. where he goes, I'll go to Raw. I'll go backstage. I don't give a shit. And he goes, I'm just kidding. I wouldn't do that. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. He's like, they, they throw me That's out. so fun. Yeah, they seem like a fun. They do anything. They do what they want. They absolutely do. Uh, you found out that you had a, uh, a fellow wrestling fan in your building. Yes, Alex and I were in the same area. We were like BSing around on Twitter. And it was so fun to find out that there is another close quarter wrestling fan. So shout out to Alex for being a buddy. And uh, we can drink from the same coffee trough yes on the 15th floor yes the coffee trough that's what i made up it's not a real trough but can you imagine a coffee trough doesn't that feel startupy? i mean yeah let's yeah. uh meet at the trough and then uh walk over to the bing bong i was in a, a lift today and my lift driver he had a bottle of kombucha and he goes do you know what this is and kombucha? I, go, I go oh it's kombucha my girlfriend kombucha? likes it's kombucha 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 yeah what I say? Kombucha? kombucha. That's very Midwest. Yeah, kombucha. But I go, oh, yeah. They go, uh, I go, my girlfriend has it every once in a while. They go, they have it at her work. And he goes, where does she work? And I go, oh, it's a startup. So they have like lots of drinks like that, like kombucha and coffee and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And he goes, just for free? I go, yeah. He goes, oh, I got to get a job there. Yeah. I mean, it, it is one of those things where it, I feel like I shouldn't complain about anything because at my old job, they had an empty K-cup machine, and if you wanted to, you could bring your own K-cups. I'm going to bring my own K-cup. <laughs> um, speaking of New Japan, um, mm-hmm. Colt, uh, the video was out there. Our dear friend Jimmy Lee, who we will be it. sitting by at AEW, mm-hmm. uh, the pay-per-view. He, Jimmy Lee and Mike Gifford. Yes. If you see us, 
we were probably with Jimmy Lee and Mike Gifford. You said it. Yeah. So if you remember that bonus point. I uh, talked about it last week of how fun it would be to see the clip of Colt coming out accidentally with chaos <laughs> uh, for the big ceremony. And um, man, oh man, Jimmy made it. And it's great. And There's Kevin Kelly moment. goes, Kevin Kelly goes, oh, Colt's coming out with chaos. <laughs> And he goes, Chaos joined by Colt Cabana. And Colt does this, like, look back and he then look forward. He does this look back. He sees no one behind him. And you just see the shining light oh. of, like, no. And then, boom, 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 It was fantastic. Uh, Colt drew um, uh, Bad Luck Fale in the big tournament coming up. But. Bad luck. But I think it's good luck. Because if he wins. The other bracket, Yano's in it. I guarantee those two are going to hook it up again and have oh, fun. Oh, man. I love those two together. They did it last year for the New Japan Cup, and I think they're going to do it again this year. Well, come out and ask him about it at Colt Cabana Does Improv there on you go. Sunday night at the Lincoln Lodge. Sunday at the Lincoln Lodge. Um, what do you like to do to sort of throw curveballs at Colt when you guys do improv together? Oh, I think it's really fun to um, no-sell a joke that he says. Yeah. You can really fuck yeah. with him. And the funnier the joke and the more if you just like barrel on into the next bit. Because he can stop the show and ask questions to the improvisers. Yes. And he can stop the show and say, I think that deserved more of a laugh, which mm -hmm. I think would be fun to coax him into that. There you go. Yeah. Should be very fun. Um, you got to listen to my uh, my interview with Fully Posable. Just but, the one-sided Marty just one side. side. I love it, though. Yeah, we talked about... Um, the new AEW figures. We talked about the new AEW figures, the new WWE figures. The dollar store figures. I, I sent them my IWA... Uh, they were called the IWA like Superstar Bendable Figures from... Uh, it's called like Diamond Toys or something. I got them at the grocery store. They were asking me so many questions about them. They are so un-PC, some of the names. One of the guys is the Suicide Sheik. Oh, geez. Yeah, Kamikaze. Um, but it was just so fun. And yet again, I thought I like made all these names up and stuff. And I'm like, that's that name from that. I'm like, oh, that's on. funny. But it was so fun. And then we got into talking about like G.I. Joes and wrestling with G.I. Joes and and uh, it it was just so much fun, and I love just uh, talking to those guys about wrestling figures and like having matches with them as kids, and just like it was so fun. Well, so. that everybody's rituals of like how you I really like your story about how you would try to politic your way into like yeah. listen, you're gonna buy me all these figures. I would tell my mom because there was nothing quite like. And this can't exist now because of the internet and everything, and we know everything that's coming out ahead of time. Back in the day, there was toy fairs, but there was no way for me to see what was coming out. That was just for the people who owned toy stores and mm -hmm. stuff to go, go, oh, we'll take those. So I had no idea what was coming out. So every once in a while, you would go to Toys R Us, and you would just go around the aisle of your aisle of choice, and then you would just be like, whoa, 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 we got new figures. And it would be like, I can remember it. First of all, I would always ask my mom, like, can I run ahead? Can I, I, I gotta oh, run. Oh, yeah. I would I always run. She, yeah. yeah, yeah. I would run. And she would just come around the aisle and I'd be holding like eight figures. 50 and I'd be like, toys. Mom, you don't understand. There's the new ones. And it would be like, oh, you can get a couple or something like that. But yeah, yeah. my theory was just like, you're going to buy them all for me anyway. Let's just get them out of the way. You can hold on to them. When you'll I do good, know, you can, you'll you can know give that me you one. You have them in the. Yeah. But, but were you one of those little kids that would like find the stash and open them? Oh yeah, I did some shenanigans. See, yeah, I did that's some shenanigans. Not even. I never. I remember like half 
accidentally seeing Christmas presents and yeah. closing the door and like I did no, that. no 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 I would hide stuff if my mom was like you're only getting one or two I would hide other ones I've told you this story right like I would hide if yeah I, oh yeah you were and all then shit I would, at the grocery I would, store I would bring out the hard to find one that I hid I would always hide them by the diapers or the Legos you couldn't just hide them and take them and go home you had to get them back out and then walk by the other sweet kids who yeah. were just trying to do what you were, were like doing. but they're all just Hulk Hogan figures here. How did you get that, you know, like Dusty Rhodes figure? And I'd be like, oh, I don't know. Guess I just have that kind of good luck. I just <sighs> feel like that's pushing it. I know. You know, that's know. they're going to grab that out of your hands. Well, uh, I think it was Scott from the Fully Posable Boys. He tells a story about how they were at Toys R Us one time. And an older kid had an LJN in his hand of uh, Special Delivery Jones. And he just goes, can I see that? And the kid gave it to him. They and he just walked on, away. They told that on our podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. just walked away. So good. So oh, fun. Man. I love it. Shenans. If you like wrestling figures, check that one out. It was super fun. Uh, and then again, Sarah, you did your podcast with Liz Anderson. You guys covered we covered comedy, comedy specifically in Chicago. What it's like to be a gal doing comedy. We talked about yeah, we talked about the good, the bad, and the ugly. Why we came here, what we're doing now, what we did along the way. Um, and it's just a really fun. It's the kind of thing that if I was thinking about moving to Chicago, I would have really liked to listen to years ago. So hopefully, there's some people out there that feel that way. Very cool. All right, boys and girls. Are we going to have the most fun? Yes, Brad. We are going to have. Promise. We are going to have a whole lot of fun. Yes. I, I love you. You did so good. I can't wait to go to Disney with you. It's late. I got to eat. I got to yeah. pack. Yeah. I got to go to bed. I'd say good night for you. Okay. Tell everybody again how much you enjoyed the Super Show in Saudi Arabia and then tuck everybody in. I really like the Moors. Yeah. Singing on the Moors. Yeah. I really like when they did the Gin Blossoms medley. Oh, for sure. That was nice. Till I Hear It From You, Hey Jealousy. Yeah. All the other songs. All the other ones. All the other ones. Um, and I just think that whatever you buds are doing this week, enjoy it. Slow down. Take in the sights and sounds. Yeah. And we'll see you around. You bet, buds. And if you see us at any shows, say what's up. Say what's up. Good night. Good night, buddies. This is the MLW Radio Network.